Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Man, what's up? It's your boy Ray Vicks, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. When it come to getting this money, I never fold up. No. I'm having Lamborghini dreams with the doors up. Alright, so we got the one and only Baton Rouge yeah, living Lord. legend Ray Vix jumping off the porch with for us. For sure, for man. sure, man. What it is, man. Yeah, I'm feeling good. How about yourself today? I'm bro? feeling good, man. I'm back on roll, you feel me? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. back getting it in. Yeah, man. Yeah. So people don't know, man. DGB and Ray Vix got a lot of a lot of connection here, man. A yeah. lot of history yeah. too. Yeah, man. yeah, man. It go way back, like, man, I came in the game probably like 2009, 10, you know, on and off with it though, you know what I'm saying? Like really mixing my lifestyle with the rap and just, you know, just trying to make a name for myself and learn a business, you feel me? So I end up like going to jail and shit and that kind of like slowed me down, but then I came home and turned it back up a notch, but then I went back, you know, I be hibernating, but like Atlanta, you know, this was like, one of the first spots I came to where I really like got to see the, like the way my music really was impacting the streets. Cause like, if you get connections out here, that means you really doing something. Cause you know, this like black Hollywood. So nah, for real. the way the, the way they embrace me, especially like the streets, you know what I'm saying? I fuck with the A, you know yeah. what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. Nah, and, you know, real. Dirty Glove was like one of the first like, you know, platform that really reached out to me, you feel me? So I really fuck with y'all for that, you know? Nah, it's been nothing but love ever since, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Love coming through here. This is the only place I come through to record. Yeah. Going nowhere. Yeah, and you know, your name is so well respected. Yeah. You know, in Baton Rouge, also yeah. in Atlanta, too, man. Facts. Well, what's some keys for you to, you know, to keep your name clean like that, to have that type of respect? Man, man? just like when you, when you build bridges, just don't burn them, you feel me? Like, you know, people genuinely fuck with you, you know, you just keep that same energy unless they do some fuck shit, but you know, like, out here it's been number love, so it's like, I just try to stay silent, you feel me? Like, keep it real with motherfuckers, they gonna keep it real with you, you know, yeah. especially if you keep it real with yourself, you know, so that's just how I move. Nah, that's real, man. Yeah, for sure. Right, man. So you from the south side of BR, yeah, man. Yeah, south side of Baton Rouge. Pretty sure everybody familiar with that, yeah. you know, that part of the city, you know, that south, that's where it's at. Yeah, I think, you know, for people that never been there, but hear it through the music, it sounds real treacherous, man. Yeah. Is it really like that? Like, yeah, like, one thing about, that I can't say about our city, like, this shit ain't just, like, the music that we be dropping, you know, that shit ain't just come about because we watching, we was watching what everybody else was doing. Mm -hmm. That shit really came from street stories, like, young niggas, Really, you know what I'm saying? That shit real, you feel me? It might sound good, but it's, it, it, it's, it's, that shit really than what niggas think it is, you feel yeah. me? Oh, God. Do you remember how old you were when you first got exposed to the violence? Whether like losing a friend, a family member, anything like that? Man, I had to be like, my brother got shot when he was nine. My oldest brother, he got shot when he was like nine. Oh, wow. So I had to be like seven, seven, Shoot. eight. So then when I first got exposed to like a real, you know, like shit, my mama lived in the slums, like real hoods, like some of the, you know, most gangster hoods in Baton Rouge, like she stayed in Mall City. Hmm. That, that was like New Orleans back in the G. Hmm. Like that was one of the first hoods where they were selling crack at. So that bit was jumping. Oh wow. You know, my mama <laughs> stayed Fairfield all over BR. So shit, yeah, like that shit real, you feel me? Hmm. But like Baton Rouge, you know, it got like we got we got that culture down there with like real, real southern. So it's like the music that we make, it be more heartfelt, like soulful, cause it's like it's from the gutter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of shit they had on here, we wouldn't expose to that shit until we were like in our twenties. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like when I started living a real party life was like when I was like coming out here and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it like, we really like, like from the mud with that shit, you know what I'm saying? You don't see all the nice shit you see out here in BR, so 
You know what I'm saying? We had to go on TV to watch that type of shit. Yeah. For real, for real. Yeah. That, were you the type to always like have a bigger picture? Like you knew there was more to life outside yeah, of music. Yeah, like on? I was always like I was always big on music. Like I love music. Like I've been loving music since I was young. So I always been on like like the East Coast music, West Coast music. You know, just whatever. Like I always had a mind to just think outside the box when it came to just Baton Rouge music, our culture of music. But like I used to listen to a lot of shit. Jada Kids, DMX. Mm -hmm. Eminem, I would listen to all that shit because I'm a big fan of, um, of, of lyric, lyricism, you feel me? So, like, you say some lyrical shit, that shit, like, you know, that shit, you know, that shit captivate me, you feel yeah. me? Yeah. Real talk. And then you fast forward, you get a chance to work with Jada Kiss. Yeah, man. yeah, that shit was crazy. Like, Jada Kiss, he, to me, like, Jada Kiss, like, a, uh, like, he, like how what Fabulous is to the fashion game, mm -hmm. that's what Jada Kiss is to the rap game. Oh, absolutely. Like no matter like if you like if you think about it, like Fab gonna put that shit on for every generation. He ain't never gonna see him not on his shit. You feel me? That's the same thing with Kiss when it comes to the music. Like that nigga, generation after generation, he dropping that shit. And that nigga always hard. Like he ain't never letting you go, letting you down. So like to do a song with him and. Like I had been listening to them so long. Like I used to watch they documentaries. That was back when on um, they had the uh when, what that is that DVD they used to have. The, uh, yeah, there was a bunch of them. There was it was in New York, man. I remember they had their own little segment on there. They had the chocolate. They was talking about smoking the um the chocolate fillies. The, the chalk no the haze. Oh, okay, okay. They yeah. was smoking that hurt that haze and shit. And like I they you just keep it street like you huh. could relate to them. Cause like he in the hood. He a, he a million dollar nigga, he in the hood, you know what I'm saying? White tee on, ice on, and that shit just looked relatable. Like, <laughs> he didn't see that shit back then. So, when I met him, my mindset was like, man, he a real nigga, but that nigga was everything I expected him to be. Like, And that's rare in the rap yeah, game too, man. Yeah, that level of success, you feel me? Like, dude really came out on the biggest. So, <laughs> we in New Orleans, you know, we had Black and Miles studio. This before Black and Miles was big, big. Like, you know what I'm saying? Before he, the Drake he shit. He in the huh? slums with us, like, like, yeah, like him and Styles P. You know what I'm saying? A couple more people, but it wasn't no big crowd, and they wouldn't on no, they wouldn't on no like no Hollywood shit. And I and like that's how I knew like they chemistry was real. Like when they, when um Jada Kiss was doing his verse, like Styles was like hyping him up and huh. like just like like giving him input, giving him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, that shit crazy. Like, like that nigga in the game. Like, you, you, you cheering them on type shit, and you making sure this shit come out right now. I'm like, yeah, that's real. This nigga ain't even, he ain't even getting paid for the feature, but he, you know what I'm saying? He was involved, and that shit made me feel like it made me feel good. That like they could have just came in that bitch and just boom, 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 and got on through. Like he really was mm -hmm. involved with making a song. Like he really made that bitch on the spot, and I respected that. You feel me? Yeah, they come from that era where, like, you know, this rapid shit is a passion. It's yeah, an art. So it's that not that nigga just a take check. that shit serious, bro. Yeah. Like, man, I be seeing niggas, niggas just go on that bitch and just say anything, put some shit together, even don't even like the song, just want the bread. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it like for me to see him take his craft that serious, like now that I think about it, like, like that was a, a nugget right there. Like yeah. that was a, a golden nugget of knowledge right there. Nah, that's yeah, take your shit serious, and you know, shit. That how your shit get recognized more than nigga know you passionate. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. So how far back does this rapid shit go for you, uh, Ray? I'ma say uh like probably about old seven, old okay. some shit like that. I used to go to um Gus Studio, bottom line, you know, that dead game bottom line, Gus who you make a lot of um beats for gates and shit. Um, me and his little brother, we went to school together, you know, shout out Red, we went to school together. And that's how I met Gus through him. And she Gus always been like on that piano. He know how to work that piano. So when I found out, you know, he had a studio and making beats and shit, I used to go through that bitch like just really on some fucking off type shit, cause like I never wrote. So my biggest fear of rapping was, man, you gotta write all that shit down. <laughs> and so I used to just, but I had the gift of freestyling, but I ain't know that shit was like was valuable to know how to freestyle like know how to catch a beat, know when that like bitch finna change up. Like I knew how to count balls, 
like I could, I could, I could sonically rap and, and know how many bars it need to be, but I ain't know like two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve bars yeah. like, like that. I ain't know how to count my bars that right, but I always knew how to stay on beat. So I used to freestyle a lot, so I just get buku. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Beats off sound click and just go to Gus and Gus will pull up beats. And, and then like when I start fucking with my nigga feet, that's when I really like, man, I'm finna take this shit serious. So we went and got Buku beats from Gus and just started from there. Uh, how did you and Feed lock in at first? Um, uh, uh, it was a guy um, out of Shellwood, his name G. He went to the same barbershop as me in the South. And um, one day I went, I went and got my hair cut and um, my phone, you know how you can have the ringtones mm-hmm. on your phone back in the gym? I had that Kill Sarah, that orange bitch, flip it up. <laughs> Raw bitch with the MP3 player on the front. I had that. So when it ring, it was my song. And, and then my barber was like, that's you? I'm like, yeah, that's me. He's like, he like, man, that's nice. I like that. So I sent it to him. So boom, I ended up coming back later on that day to get my little brother's hair cut. And G happened to be in there. Hmm. So he like, man, say G, my own. I want to introduce you to my little own father. He be rapping. Then he introduced us to G was like, oh yeah, man, look, um, you know, I do the little music shit with my partner, bro. I'm gonna give him your project and let him check you out. I'm like, bet. So I give it to him and he let him check it out. Then I get a call one day and nigga like, man, woo the woo, he telling me like, G just gave me your own CD, you know, I like the shit. But it was on the, it was like 20 songs on there. This is crazy, <laughs> like 20 or 21, 23. It was a lot of songs on that bitch. And nigga said it was only one song that caught his attention that made him want to reach out and work with me. And I was like, what? And I'll never forget, it was a song, I can't remember the fucking song, bro. But uh, it was a song really about me talking about the struggle of my life. Like, it was like a life story type song, a pain type song. But like, I'm rapping like, I'm going off on that bitch. I can remember what it was about, but I can't remember what I was saying, but he said that song. So I was like, damn, that, I would've thought it would've been some other shit. Like, some more bitches huh? on there, but like, but me not knowing who he is or nothing, he just like, I'm gonna hit you, I'm gonna hit you up and I'm gonna come link up with you, play you some beats and shit. I'm like, bet. So um in the midst of that, my little brother ended up getting killed. So I ended up talking to G and I'm telling G like, man, bro, my brother just got killed and woo we like, damn, bro, sorry to hear that. So I guess that situation made him like, man, bro, on the way they probably got going on the street. Let me see what's up with Lil One and try to get him in a situation. So that when Fee called me again and like, Talking to me, he like, damn, you ain't even seen, like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. He like, bro, the way you handling that shit, like, you know what I'm saying, that ain't normal. Like, I uh, like, shit, I'm dealing with that shit, and that shit on me, but at the same time, shit, I can't, I gotta be strong for my, my sisters and shit, and his mom and shit. So, like, um, he ended up come pulling up on me, playing me some beats and shit, and I'm freestyling to them bitches. And then he like, uh, he like, you wrote that out? Like, nah, I just freestyled that. He was like, damn. He like, yeah, we gotta get in the lab. So then we came up with the whole black balloon concept right okay. there and there and just, it started from there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did, yeah. you, did you ever expect a black balloon to like get as big as it's gotten? Shit, you no, know, cause like really when like, I ain't lying, like when a nigga like in the streets and shit, you don't really know the logistics of this shit, the politics of mm-hmm. how this shit really goes. So you just like, excited to just do it. That's back when the nigga was having fun with that shit. Like, we just doing this shit for fun because it like, we out here, you know, driving nice cars, rocking nice clothes and icy, you know, so we really just rapping about this shit, you know, having fun. And then like, people start, that like, that shit start hitting the city hard, like, what it, what a label look like, hmm. like what a street label look like. These nigga, everybody fresh, everybody got cars, everybody got jewelry, you know, everybody fly as a motherfucker. And that shit looked good for the city, like, and that started inspiring other niggas, like, we, little do we know, we drawing a blueprint of how you should bring your artists out in this time of the, uh-huh. in this time, you feel me? Versus the old, the older generation. 
So that shit like that shit like spread quickly. You feel me? Like it, it, it most definitely spread it quickly. Though. Yeah, I feel like Black Balloon was so instrumental in like breaking a lot of artists out. Yeah, the shit, too, yeah, man. man. We I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's crazy. Like when I sit back and reflect on, it, I be like, damn, bro, we really had like every young nigga this up, like out 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 of Baton Rouge new music era. Like we had some type of ties to them, and like that shit just you know. Even, you know, whether whether that shit worked out or not, it's just the fact that at the end of the day, like, you got to acknowledge that we play a major role in the music scene, you know, that led to what's going on today, you feel mm -hmm. me? Like, our presence was felt, you feel me, on everything. Now, looking at it today, do you feel like you guys get your respect for that, or? It really, see, like, in the streets, we get the respect, and, and, and that's where you, that's why, you know, like, like, I'm the, I got that old school hustle, like with me, like when it comes to the rap shit, like I want to see the people. Like I ain't, I ain't come up in the internet era, which I don't knock it, but like in the streets, you can see the love. On the internet, that shit, that shit, you don't know, there could be fake followers, fake this, mm -hmm. fake that, you don't know what, what this shit coming from. Like you seeing the love versus you, you just seeing that shit like on social media and numbers and likes and you don't know what's real and what's fake, but you could see the love when you in the streets and motherfucker telling you, man, your shit hard. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit make you, it, it, that, that, that's, a, that, that's, that's like showing your progress. Yeah. Like your shit really spread. So it like, like the mixtape era and shit, like when you was actually going to the, to, uh, uh, like the chilling circuit, like you going to the slums and Motherfuckers, you pass your CDs out. Motherfuckers listen to your shit. Now them niggas met you. You know, they can actually say, I met that nigga Vix. Like, whether they bump your shit at that time or not, your shit come, your shit get to popping years later or whatever. They can say, man, I know that nigga. I met that nigga. That nigga a cool nigga. Mm -hmm. So it's like your shit spread, you feel me? Throughout the slums, you getting stamped. Ain't too many niggas pulling up like that no more. Like, niggas ain't going to niggas hoods and politicking and you know what I'm saying? Linking up, shaking hands, taking pictures and shit. Yeah, they, you know what they just making a post on IG. Making a post it. on IG and, it, and you know what I'm saying? But like, I don't knock that, but like that shit was a good feeling because you could actually see the love. Yeah. You know, like if you a nigga that's popping on the internet and your numbers start dropping or you ain't getting the same attention that you was getting when you first went viral on something, you might get discouraged and go to feeling like, man, let me do something else to get their attention. Mm -hmm. Instead of versus a nigga going to the streets and seeing the love, like, Man, you still got love. You feel me? When you go places, motherfuckers still know you. That's enough to that that should fuel you, like to keep going. Versus getting on the internet looking at one video that bit might do a hundred thousand. Next video that bit might do five thousand. You be like, man, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But when you in the streets, you can see the love. You nah, know that's what I'm real. And that would build your brand up. You can fall on on the love that you built and the bridges that you built. If that shit ain't working up top, like you know. You still got the slum. That's why Boo's still relevant. He can mm -hmm. eat. They can say whatever they want. All I gotta do is go to Carolinas, you know, Midwest. I'm still finna get a bag because these people remember me from oh, yeah. 15 years ago coming to their city doing these little $3,500 shows. And nigga could actually say, I seen that nigga. I took picture with that nigga. I remember they was in the club, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, as so many they, times as they try to cancel them, they it's can't, never they gonna can't. happen. The streets gonna, gonna, gonna vouch for him. They gonna fuck with him. So it's like, that nigga gonna, that's why he could do what he wanted. He could say what he wanna say. And they could say, well, we ain't bring him to no big shows. He ain't opening up at no big shows. All right, well, I'm finna go get a 30 ball in the club. You <laughs> Real feel shit, me? easy. And I'm Three times a week, right? That like, yeah, that's like going to your uncle house in the hood. Shit, I'm finna go over there and get a 30, a 30 ball, shit. Whatever, or whatever he getting, you feel yeah. me? That bitch a hustler, so I know he, he gonna work with you. He treat that rap shit like dope, you feel me? I'ma work with you, yeah. you trying to shop, you feel me? It's real. Yeah, so speaking of boo, man, talk about this under investigation mixtape. How did that thing boy, came about? I ain't gonna lie. This um, boo had to go turn himself in. So, um, I think I, how the fuck that tape came about? I forgot exactly how we linked up to do the tape, but um, we ended up, I ended up going to his house, and um, I had did a song with Lil Fat, hmm. 
And then we did the song at Boo House. Boo wasn't even there. But we did a song, we did, we recorded it bit at Boo House. And uh, I think I got into it, got in touch with him. I think we was in a club or something. And I was like, man, we might well do a tape. We'll, we'll call that bitch under investigation. That's how it started. Then Titus put it together and shit. His partner Titus, he put it together and we started, I started going to his house. We'd record shit and shit. And then, shit, that shit just came together. And then he ended up going to jail, turning himself in. And then in the midst of him turning himself in, while he in jail doing a little jokes, they hit him with the murder. So I'm like, yeah. so ain't no boo music out there. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. They they they, they dropped some shit. Like, but it wasn't no official. I think they dropped a project for him. But then I came with the street shit. We came with the street that, what the streets wanted. So that bit, and the name of it, it just was perfect timing. Oh yeah. Under investigation. So it just was a coincidence, you feel me? So it, it did brought more attention to that motherfucker. Like, well, under investigation, and he fighting a murder. So I guess it was like good marketing. That shit went crazy, but a nigga, like, we ain't know what, if we knew what we knew, and we know now back then, we would have capitalized a little bit more, but I ain't gonna lie, that bitch still a street classic. Man, so that, absolutely, that's a classic. It's a classic, man. but you know, like, If you thought could have had some videos But like you say, shit. like, you really can't go wrong, like, back in the G thing about it, nigga was printing up, like, 250,000 copies, <laughs> getting shit away, or 50,000 copies, getting CDs away, just handing that shit out, you know what I'm saying, like, you got some niggas, them niggas actually selling their shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like. They were selling them in the gas stations. Yeah, and shit so like, like back in the G, like, man, niggas used to really be hustling. Like, you know, like, you really had to be a, be out there in the mm-hmm. field. Yeah, let's go type shit. But, like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That, that under investigation really, really woke the streets up. Like, yeah. And it solidified me with that bitch. Yeah, that was before the streaming era too. Yeah, that like, was before. If that I was, saying, boy, that if y'all could have got paid off of like live mixtapes and dead that, that shit would have been crazy, bro. Cause wild. like, nigga ain't eat a mixtape with boo. You know what I'm saying? He gone. I know this is some, this is some classified shit, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about that trapped in the hustle. That that song, that video. Oh man, man I ain't gonna lie. That I shit think, went crazy. I think for like that bitch, that hands down like one of one of my most heartfelt records that really like, like so with the new music that I got going on now, like what I've been creating is like that type of shit. Hmm. So it like, I went back to the basics and tapped in like on some, Cause like if you really think about it, the Trapped in the Hustle was me really speaking on the mental health, you know that, you know, like you go through with that shit, like being trapped in these streets. The shit that come with it, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So now, you know, I'm way more focused and I'm I'm back in this shit like how I was in the beginning with just passion. And like, I got a lot of stuff that I'm talking about that like personal, like my personal life. You know, the shit niggas don't see, the shit I don't show on the social media and shit. But you know, shit they may, they may think they know about or wanna know about or heard about, but you like, I'm just giving you the mind of me, like, like just from the trap shit to the, you know, me, I'm talking about fatherhood, relationship, all that shit, you know. Some grown man shit. Grown man shit, yeah, you gonna you hear the maturity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait till they hear this shit. So what keeps that, you know, that passion, you know, 
going today. See, like, like even know, 15 years later, right? That's how I feel. Like, I feel like I was always ahead of the curve. So whenever the whenever the whenever the um the scenery switch, you know, I know how to dress for the occasion. You feel me? So when it come to my production, when it come to the um, you know, the the people around me to help me push my shit, we know how to stay on on on, on board. Like we ain't gonna let that shit leave. We ain't gonna get left behind. I'm on time with this shit. So it like with the beats and shit. I, I know what the climate is in the rap game right now. I know what they, what I know what ingredients they missing. You feel me? And I know what I'm bringing to the table. And yeah. I'm always on point with it. You feel me? I ain't going to rap on no bullshit ass beats. It's going to be the right shit. Cause that's key. Oh yeah. The right production. So I know how to keep that production on point. Hmm. So shit. And uh, you know, I always had a passion for music, even though a lot of people don't see me dropping consistently. I never stopped recording. I'm always working, so I'm always putting in that workout, getting my, um, you know, getting my craft together, working on my craft and shit. And like, I'm in the best, I'm in the best situation. You know, like, I'm like, like musically, I'm there. Like right now, like I'm locked in right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Surprising myself sometimes. Nah, Fuck, for real. Down there, three, four videos in a month. <laughs> You know, that's crazy for me because I don't normally do that shit. Yeah, we used to get like three, four videos yeah, a year at you. <laughs> but I want to shout out Traps and Trunks because every time my boy Kato hit me, my leads, I'd be like, God damn, Kato, I'm going to daddy give you everything. He called it down there every week. Say what you got, I got to do. But I respect that and I appreciate the love. So I'm going to always send him something. If he, it might take me a couple of days, but I'm going to get him something. I'm yeah. going to go in there and find something, but I stay with something on deck. You know what I'm saying? I gotta hurry up and drop. He been got everything on me. <laughs> shit, he probably hit me next week. Gotta but I some really shit for appreciate the that. Yeah, shout out to Kato, man. Yeah. Traps and trunks for sure. Uh, you were with Gucci back in the day too, man. How did that connection come so back? So with that situation, like I was in jail. My uh, our former artist, Blue Black, he had did a song with him. First, no, hold. Oh, I think I went. I think Reddy had a song. Got a song from him that night, and I think Fee had bought a verse from him for for I don't know for Blue Black or something, but I forgot something happened with theirs, and I took that same Gucci verse and just got a beat made around it. Oh, okay. It. That shit was like constructed while I was in jail. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really count that as me and him working together, but it's still our verse. So yeah, he did it for Black Balloon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about racked up Reddy, man. I feel like he was ahead of his time too, man. Yeah, man. Reddy, man. Reddy was see, he was another nigga. Like he like in the streets, and he got the rap shit going. But like, man, you know, like back then, that rap shit wasn't coming. Like the money wasn't coming like that enough to where you could just say, man, Fuck I'm finna focus on this yeah. shit all day. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll come, but it ain't come the way it coming now. So it like nigga was part-time rappers on the low. Like, man, I fuck with this shit, and they love me for this shit, but I'm, I was gonna be that nigga with or without it because my name in the streets. So they're like, they're like the like the first wave of niggas getting a, a rap career based off of their street, they street respect. So it's like, shit, he, he was one of the ones, you feel me, like, that he, he you know, standing on business. So they, they, they fuck with him in our city. Yeah. His section and she got a nice little section. They, they love that nigga out there. Yeah, I feel like he was on the way, man. He was yeah, so close bro. to the popping mainstream. Yeah, man. bro. Like, like I say, bro, we in the gutter, bro. The resources is was is like little to none, bro. Like, the resources ain't really there. You feel me? Yeah. Fuck somebody like us with a name and, you know, nigga, nigga got one foot in, one foot out, and then you like. You feel me? You ain't got the resources to realize what you got going on and be like, man, let me come get you. Mm -hmm. Let me get this nigga a shot. You feel me? Like, like Snow, like Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy, that's why he so, it's, it, you like, nigga relate to him so much because he come from the slums and he having so much motion in the streets. Nigga like, boy, you got to rap. You got to get it. You, man, this shit, you feel me? Nigga put him straight out that shit because he had the resources around him. You know what I'm saying? We had the same type of shit. A lot of niggas would have made it out this shit before they ended up dead or in jail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, you mentioned working with Fat earlier. What was that experience like? Oh man, you know, ain't gonna lie, that, that nigga freestyle his ass out, ass out too. He um, worked fast. It was cool, man. Like, um, <clears throat> that when he was back and forth to the A and shit, and um, like once again, bro, we just were like street niggas, really just rapping, like you know what I'm saying. And uh, I like that. I always like that nigga beat selection. He picks some raw ass beats, so we just were, you know, just putting them bitches together, like. We had a whole tape, man, but I lost the files and everything. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, man. shit. I lost the files, bro. I got a couple of them in my email, but that shit be, I don't really like the quality now, back, you know, based on I need the sessions, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah, man, shout out to Lil Fat. Rest in peace, Lil Fat, man. Yeah, long live Fat, man. Um, talk about how this 50 Missed Calls record came about with you, Lucci, and Moneybag, yo. Okay, that's how it went. We was in the studio. I was in the studio with, with Star and Square and G. It was me, him, Blue Black, and I was getting ready to leave. And Star pulled up the beat. I think Star had a song for the song, but the name of the beat was called 50 Miss Calls. Hmm. So I just went in that bitch and freestyled the hook, ran my verse and pushed out. And then they jumped on it. We put the motherfucker on, the, on, on, the, on my first mixtape. I mean, on my mixtape that I dropped called Frank White. Yeah. And then, um, that nigga on, like, nigga just started reaching out, like, man, that bitch hard. So, boom, Lucha had a show in BR one day, and I went to the show, and I'm back there. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. And I'm, I'm, I'm running. I'm like, man, what up, man? Let, you know, let's get one in. But it's so mo much commotion back there. Like I couldn't really highlight on the way I wanted to. So he like, man, like, I gotta go run to the studio and knock out, you know, uh, another feature and woo the woo. So I was like, bitch, I ended up running into his manager. And his man was like, boy, that bitch, we fuck with your shit out there in the A. Like we fuck, nigga. I been bumping your shit. Look. Come to the A, we gonna put that shit together. Woo -de -woo. I'm like, all right, bet. So now I'm running it with him. And um, <clears throat> I end up going to the A. And um, the, this, how the fuck I, how the fuck we met money bag, yo? What's Littles? Littles knew um, this, this, this chick that was working with me, her name, um, Bree. Bree was working with me like on some marketing, man. Like, like she was working on, like just helping me navigate through the, uh, through the, through, through the, through like the record business. Like, you need to do this, we need to do that, you need to set that up. She was just connecting that, mm -hmm. and she hooked me up with Little. Cause I asked about a, a verse from Moneybag, and Little, you know, he put it together for me. So I sent them that song, and so that was they first time linking. So that what made I feel like. I'm gonna kill two birds one stone. Oh, yeah. Like they gonna kill that bitch cause they both popping, but they never did a song together. So boom, that bitch just came together like that, and I came out here, and um, we had went to patchwork and done a verse. Me and Lucha, Lucha had other than that bitch down there, five six hours. That bitch <laughs> shooting pool. I'm like, man, that nigga ain't never knocked that bitch out. <laughs> Fuck. That nigga act like he ain't fucking with it, but that nigga was really writing in his head the whole huh. time and harmonizing and shit. So I'm like, well, the nigga is fucking with it, you feel me? So boom, he going to vert, going to booth and knock that shit out quick as a bitch. So I'm like, man, I'm used to like, if I don't really, if I ain't really like locked in with you like that, mm -hmm. I be normally like, man, look, we might well shoot the video here like on some impatient type yeah. shit, just trying to get it out the way. But he like, nah, we gonna shoot a real video, like set up a real, you know, I'm like, bitch, I don't know if a nigga gonna show up or not, you feel me? I'm like, shit, you never know. But in them happens, real motion, like, you feel me? So, same thing with um, Bag. Bag showed up to the studio and he dropped the verse in and woo, woo, put that shit together. And I tell him when this video shoot is, we both all us show up to the video shoot. Mm -hmm. Boom, we, you know, do our thing, you feel me? Like, and it's been respect ever since. Yeah, now the video out. turned out really dope, yeah, too. Yeah, that bit but... was dope, man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. That bit, they're really like, that bitch really made the streets like, oh yeah, that boy Vicks back for real. Like, you feel me? She was a lie. world star and everything. Yeah, bro, I should have kept on going, bro. I just be slowing down and shit like. 
putting that family first and trying to, you know, help my niggas and shit with the rap shit. Help the niggas that I fuck with and yeah. trying to put their shit on too. You know yeah, it definitely took like, looked like you took a back seat. Yeah, because like, I ain't gonna lie, I still got passion. I never lost my passion for music, but like, I was a fan of a, 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 every artist you seen um, Black Balloon affiliate themselves with. So I just really like, fuck, I be believing in niggas. I was believing in niggas more than I believed in myself. Like the streets could be telling me, man, Vix, you order. I'm like, nah, this nigga here, that he the one. You know, they the, you know, this gonna make us look like that. I'm thinking team. Like, man, this gonna make us look like this. You mm -hmm. feel me? Nigga get a deal, we go up, you know, and bring more niggas. Get, we can start getting niggas major deals. Like, so that shit, that shit, that shit was a, that was a, a lesson learned. Like I was learning the business on both sides now, from the artist and from the CEO, mm -hmm. you know, from the CEO way. So now I know like, I can move like this here. I, I gotta move like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got knowledge of this, like this, how this works. So I was just gaining knowledge and wisdom and now I feel like I'm ready to fully dedicate myself to that shit. Yeah. I made my mind up, like, I'm gonna go in. You feel me? Stop. One minute I drop a video, then six months later, <laughs> <laughs> All the big dogs posting and nothing, bro. I don't yeah. know. That's, that, that internet shit, like the social media shit, like, I ain't savvy with that shit because I ain't grow up in that shit, mm -hmm. so I don't be trying to, like, it ain't that I don't, I have something against it. It's just like, like, say I put some shit on and that shit, look, I go around that bitch squirming, be like, man, bro, why you ain't posting, bro? Like, you got this shit on a, Man, you doing this and you in the lab, but like when I'm in the lab recording, like I just be like, this just like a, just like a like a, a place of comfort. So I'm mm -hmm. just chilling. You're not even thinking about posting. I ain't even thinking about posting. I'm just trying to make me a raw ass song that I could just listen to for the day and get by. You know what I'm saying? Niggas squirm and be like, man, you gotta post, man. You gotta post shit like that. Or, you know, nigga might be going out of town or go out the country. And, Nigga post one or two videos or pictures or something. <laughs> Scrum be like, man, you crazy, nigga. You supposed to document the whole shit. But like, you know, man, my girl, we just going out the country. I ain't thinking about that shit. Yeah, you ain't worried about the internet. <laughs> yeah, I ain't worried. I ain't thinking about capitalizing like that. It ain't that a nigga don't be trying to, but it's just like the shit. I just be doing me, you feel me? Not knowing that shit content. Why you not dropping music? They still, you still engaging. I'm like, yeah. Man, that shit makes sense. So I gotta start getting on all that shit, man. Cameraman, everywhere I go type shit. You took a couple hard flicks out in Paris, man. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, I did a list something. You know, I had brought my nigga um Visionary with me. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I told Visionary, man, you gotta yeah, come. Yeah, he snapped on them shit. Yeah, bro, I got I got a couple videos coming, man. Like, it's finna get funky. You yeah. know that tape drop on the 18th, so I'm about to bless the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'ma hit him up. How'd it feel to be out there in Paris? You know, coming from Southside Baton Rouge, man. <clears throat> that shit crazy, bro, cause like, it's a whole different, it's a whole different, different atmosphere because like, I'm used to going to like, like Puerto Rico, Cancun and like islands and shit. Some tropical shit. Yeah, tropical shit, like, you know, then over there, that's like, you go on that side, it's just like London. I was in London, I was in, um, I was in, I was in Africa. I was in Rome, I was in Spain and shit. So like, we get over there, it's like nothing but history, like ancient buildings and shit and the architecture just like, mm -hmm. like antique shit. So I'm like, damn, this shit here, this shit here dope. But then a time zone different, you know, seven hour different. So I'm like, man, they calling me four in the morning. I'm like, man, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was cool as a bitch, like, they nice ass people over there, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you could, like you, like you could be walking, you walking crowded areas, it's, you know, it's just like the atmosphere, it ain't one of them, you gotta watch over your shoulders and you gotta, you know what I'm saying? It's just like everybody like minding their business type shit. Like it's just a real cool laid back. But the food, I ain't gonna lie, boy, you from that south, you got to bring you some seasoning with you. <laughs> boy, them, I don't know. We just were making the wrong decision, but that fool ain't. It ain't southern, bro. You got to be able. To, you got to change it. You got. You got to be ready for the switch it over. 
You feel me? But who had the best food out there? What country? Do you remember? Oh, damn. I'm gonna say um, London and Paris had some good food. Okay. I went to I went to Africa to uh, Tunisia. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Hell no. That shit ain't right. You feel me? I'm talking about all they got is salt and pepper. God damn. Yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> it was a humbling experience though. Like it was so hot out that motherfucker. I started wearing. I was dressing like them niggas out there. Tank top, flip flops, basketball shorts. It was hot as a bitch. But it's cool, peace of mind and shit. A lot of peace. You know, I ain't never seen motherfuckers on the beach at two, three in the morning. Oh, shit. Like the city, they shit don't sleep. Paris, London, none of that shit. They don't sleep. Like they come out about five in the evening. We had five star restaurants leaving the club five in the morning. We had a five star restaurant. Hmm. I'm like, damn, that shit crazy. So it's just like a different experience. I like it over there though. Yeah. Nah, it's dope that you got the experience that you yeah. don't see something else. Yeah, man. I can like my like three weeks, man, I went to like four different countries. Like, yeah, that shit was crazy. So, man, uh, congrats on your new son, man. Yeah, my man only made son, a caption six said, girls, Six bro. girls in a row. Man, I slung iron as long as I could, <laughs> bro. I stayed down. I came up, you feel me? I came up. That's it, though. You know what I'm saying? I got you that done, feature. man? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I don't get on out the way, but shit, I'm happy, bro. And, like, that kind of, like, like, blew breath into me, just like, man, you got a son. Like, my daughters, like, I love them to death. Like, them, them my babies, but, like, you know, they biggest fluent. They, they mama, like, you know, they gonna relate to they mama more. It's like, I'm, I'm the only man, they, all the girls, they, you know, they ganging up on me when they come to, like, lit, lit, like, when it come to, like, they got issues and they all coming together on me, and I'm like, fuck, man. Now I got me a son, I could just say, well, I'm finna go chill with him. We finna watch the game, play the game, we finna go, Whatever, I ain't gotta even talk to y'all no more, cause like, feel like my babies outgrown me, man. They outgrown me, like they getting into girl stuff and it's just like, huh. damn, but y'all forgot about me, you know? Yeah, one of them just graduated, right? Yeah, yeah, Talia, she just graduated, she finna go to LSU. Oh, that's hard right yeah, there, bro. I know you gotta be proud about oh, that shit. Man, man, bro, especially for like, I had her, when I, oh, her mama had her when um, I was 17, oh, so sure. like, you know, you would think like at 17, like, man, you would never think like, damn, bro. My daughter, my, my daughter ended up going to LSU, like, to see that shit, like, I'm like, damn, that shit crazy. I'm happy for it, though. Yeah, it's like, as a parent, you always want your kids to have better than what <clears throat> you have. Yeah, you know? and just her going to college, you know, like, she all did me, and I'm proud of that, you feel me? I can say, yeah, you can say, oh, yeah, you dropped out, but my daughter didn't. Cause you get the first one right, that's my firstborn. That first one gonna, gonna open the door for her siblings, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, let you know, like, you can still, you know, raise your child up the right way, even though you come from a certain, you know, background. So, shout out to her mama too, cause she played a big role in staying on her, like, showing her, like, you know, the, the, the values and morals of a young lady. Like, like man, you gotta go out here and be, be able to go get it, you know what I'm saying? Don't be sitting around here just depending on your daddy. Like, I want you to learn how to be a hard worker, you know what I'm saying, and go get it. So you don't depend on nobody. So that she instilled that in her. Yeah, nah, congrats yeah. on that, bro. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so what's your thoughts on the, the music scene of BR right now today, man? Uh, the city's came a long way from when you first It came a long right way. Right and um, I, I, I really appreciate everybody that's doing what they doing and keep, the, you know, keep our shit alive because like, man, they got a lot of motherfuckers that influence, you feel me? I ain't gonna say biting or stealing, mm -hmm. but a lot of people is influenced by our music scene. And I hear motherfuckers from over, like, other countries, you would think they from Baton Rouge or something, and you hit them up out the beat, and they from a whole different country. I'd be like, damn, that's crazy. Like, I really seen that, the impact. Like, when I was in, in work release, I, I had uh, end up getting a um, beach from Hitman. You, you know Hitman? Mm -hmm. Man, Hitman on the beat. Like, I ain't even capping, bro. This this real talk. Man, I was one of the first niggas fucking with um, Hitman. I'm the one who told him, sending him all these cash money to be something. A nigga from Baton Rouge, this nigga from Baltimore. He from Baltimore? Let me say that right, Baltimore. And they from Baltimore. Man, I'm like, damn, you from Baltimore? He like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? This nigga hard as a bitch. I'm thinking you from the crib, man. That nigga remaking all that cash money, 
no limit shit for me. Like shit that niggas wouldn't even, you got to be really from this bitch to even think of them beats. Mm -hmm. Send them that shit. I start doing features with artists and shit on this shit. Start, um, my cousin Young Star, shout out to him. He did a um, song with Young Boy on this shit. Like I've been having like the ear for the, for the, for the hottest producer, like, like, um, what the name is, uh, DJ Swift. I've been fucking with him way back, like 2014 shit. 2015, he sending me beats. I got some shit from that nigga that still untouched that I ain't never even, you know, man, that nigga hard. I'll put Gucci on that shit, Jada Kids. Hmm. I got a song with Jeff Jones. I ain't never dropped. I don't know where that motherfucker at. Shy Glizzy, all type of shit, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah, man, I've been fucking with these dudes, for real. Do you feel like the city, the rappers in the city, they starting to come together a little more? Or is it still pretty divided out there? I ain't gonna lie, man. I be so focused on what I be having going on, like I don't even really pay attention to like what's popping, like and who, you know, cause like I know there's a lot of smoke in the city. I know a lot of shit that happened to well, man. If you looking for a, 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 a motherfuckers to reunite and come together, that shit it probably ain't gonna happen. I'm just being honest, you feel me? Everybody going, they said, even if it ain't just beef, it's just like the the division the, the being made and it's like, it is what it is. We ain't trying to fix it. We ain't trying to, you know, make it better. We ain't trying to make it worse, but it is what it is. So niggas just know that, you feel me? If you cool with a certain nigga, you might not be beefing. You ain't in the beach, you cool with this nigga. You know like, well shit, I fuck with him. It might be an issue if I fuck with this nigga, so I know not to, you know, I know to be, you know, like, to a certain degree, you feel me? So, like, but I feel like anything possible, but yeah. that shit duh. That shit real out there, you nah, feel me? Nah, for real. That shit ain't no faking. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, uh, so blessings and curses, man. Yeah, I know fans bro. on your ass. Can we give them a date or? <laughs> Can uh, we just say this summer? What are we gonna say? Nah, what, what month is this? August? Mm -hmm. August 18th, man. That's what that's, Okay. That's it. August 18th. We going up. No plan. Then I'm gonna drop like probably right after that, another project. Oh. I got three of them loaded up. Oh shit. Yeah. I'm gonna go and get to them. I'm gonna hold you to this too. Oh man. God, it's coming. <laughs> I wouldn't even tell it to him when had them folks like, man, that nigga bullshit. I'm gonna get to him. It's coming. Got to give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's some game or some advice we share to the youth coming up right now today? Man. See me having a son now. It like, man, like try to be, like, whatever you do, like, be a man about that shit. Stand on whatever you're doing. If you in the streets, you gotta stand on what come with it. If you want to choose the right path, don't try to go. And, and, and do, you know, be your own man. Like, stand on your own ten, and don't let no nigga, like, what's going on in another lane steal you to try to jump in that lane if you ain't prepared for it, because that's the main thing. Like, nigga jumping in this rap shit and ain't prepared for it. And you, like, if you a street nigga, you know what I'm saying? If you a rap nigga trying to be a street nigga and you ain't prepared for this shit, man, you gotta understand what come with this. like. You see, they giving out Rico's like misdemeanors. So you gotta know what come with this shit. And if you caught up in this shit, be prepared, you know what I'm saying? To take your lick and be a man about that shit. That's mm -hmm. all I really got to say. Cause obviously like the entertainment business is, is like the biggest, that's the biggest pool right now. Everybody wanna jump in it. Everybody wanna be a part of it some type of way, whether it's fashion, movies, you know, the music business, the inner, you know, the music business is like the forefront mm -hmm. of where you try to go through to get to that level. So it's like, man, you jump in this shit, man. Like, make sure you know what you're doing. Like, pay attention to what's going on and take heed from this shit. So you won't fall victim and, and then not know what to do. You feel me? Like, shit, you know you can't handle this shit, man. Just rap and rap about some shit that ain't gonna put you in that position. So you could be comfortable, you know what I'm saying? comfortable and passionate with this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's real game right there, yeah, man. Yeah, some real shit. Uh, you still looking to sign artists right now, Ray? Or are you nah, focused right on now, yourself? Nah, right now I'm just focused on myself because it's like, I got to get in the dough to the point where 
I could really give you a deal. I could really help you and know and like know that I I I walk that same that same line. So I know what to do. I gotta get the whole game down packed. You know what I'm saying? Open some doors and get some notoriety as a label so mm -hmm. I can help motherfuckers the right way, like get you a real deal where you ain't gotta be, you know what I'm saying? Like still one foot in, one foot out trying to keep this shit going. I could really give you a give you a deal and give you a team to help you grow. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't looking for nobody right now. I feel you on that one. But like under type of nigga, like if I hear something and I like it, it's gonna be hard not to fuck with a nigga, <laughs> but it might just not be so many obligations. Like it won't be like an obligation that'll be like a man, I see what you're doing, I might wanna help or whatever. But it's only if that shit just touched me. Like if that shit touched me, you know you can't ignore that. Yeah. But like as far as just scouting, nah, not right now. You ever thought about being an A and R? Shit, yeah. I, like if the opportunity presented itself, cause like, man, I I get the respect from a lot of young niggas that's coming up because of the way, you know, we carried ourselves when it came to you know helping niggas out. Like, you know, so a lot of young talent really gravitate towards me, and mm -hmm. I got the ear for it and the eye for it. Like, I could tell like. You know, I know what like, man, if I could just get the get the get the resources to help this dude, like, and grind with him like how we gotta be doing, like, I feel like Gotti got that Gotti gonna get on roll with you. He gonna go to your shows, he gonna probably be studio sessions, like he really be he like emotionally he involved yeah. and hands on with that shit, cause he really love you, love the music, love you know what I'm saying, he really fuck with you. Like I'm really a fan of your music. So it ain't no ain't no problem with me going around the world putting you on that on that on that spotlight. In that spotlight, help you get that shine that you need. Like, we need more people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's what I'm trying to do, like connect the dots so I can make them type of move. Yeah. Yeah, real talk. All right, bro. You got a shout out you like to give before you wrap it up here, bro? Man, I just wanna shout out to everybody that's fucking with me, you feel me? Like you know, let them know we back, man. Uh, you know, Black Balloon, CMR, we finna come take this shit over, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't fall off, we just fell back, you feel me? So, y'all be on the lookout for me. Y'all be on the lookout for Star. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna try to pull that bitch Grand G out, you know what I'm saying? Pull him in the lab. You know, shout out to my dog, he just got married. You know, congrats. Um, man, just shout out to the streets, man. Everybody that fuck with me, man, I fuck with y'all, bro. And y'all keep pushing this shit, this shit gonna only get bigger. When it come to getting this money, I never fold up. No. I'm having Lamborghini dreams.